Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Songwriter Connection Podcast, where we look at the craft of songwriting through the eyes of the songwriter. Each week, we make a connection with a music maker, listen to their songs, and hear their stories. From Nashville, Tennessee, here's your host, Dave Lenahan. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. And our intention, our goal is to help you on your journey, that songwriting journey. We take a look at the craft. And each and every week, we introduce you to some new folks. We make the connection. We talk about songwriting. We talk about performing. No matter what your level of success or however you define success or whatever your style is, you're going to find something on this show that is helpful, hopefully. Anyway, uh, so welcome in. And if you're listening on YouTube, you know, like and subscribe, the whole thing. I've got to tell you, um, I don't, I, I'm really terrible at tracking these things, but I had a friend let me know uh, that as of November the 6th, we cracked into the top 75 of Apple Podcasts. At uh, We were number 61, oh. and that's thanks to you spreading the words, and, and that's really fantastic. And by the time that this one releases, it will be December 20th, uh, the week before Christmas, and we'll have reached the 500,000. That's a half a million streams, downloads, subscriptions, and again... I thank you. You can keep up with us on Facebook. There is a, a Songwriter Connection Facebook page. Uh, there's mine, of course, Dave Lenahan, L-E-N-A-H-A-N. We're on Instagram. We're on X, which is Twitter, now X, whatever it is. Uh, keep up with us. You'll find us there. Uh, also, uh, new this week, uh, there is the Spotify playlist for Songwriter Connection. We've had so many guests from Jeannie Seeley and John Barry to Song of the Hall of Fame writers like Kent Blasey and lots of other great ones. And uh, I decided just to put together a playlist of all the songs that you hear. Now, we, we are known for doing them live around the dining room table, uh, but these are some of the recorded versions. And if you find that, it's the, it's the Songwriter Connection songs playlist. Just click on it and put on shuffle, and I think that you'll enjoy what you hear. Thank you for that, too. Uh, so yeah, Hey, today is a week before Christmas and all around the table, <laughs> the Duggar brothers are ready, willing, and able to share that blood harmony, which I'm a sucker for. They are brothers. And you know, I always say what a songwriter, sometimes you know, these words that go together well, and you guys, Duggar brothers, right? I mean, how do you forget that? Welcome guys. We have Seth and we have Jordan. How are you? Great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Who's the older brother? I am Jordan. Jordan. Jordan's the older brother. Yes, sir. And, and you're from East Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Now I've been listening to your music and I, I love what I hear. And I, I, I've decided I'm going to start with a live version. We're going to do some uh, around the tiny table uh, live, but I'm going to do a recorded version. And this is a song. I don't know if it is your theme song, but I think it could be. To find out a little bit more about these guys, listen to this song. This is about all you need to know, right? <laughs> sir. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Oh, yes, sir. There's a shop down. A place in my heart Worked there all summer long Just to buy my first guitar There's a church in Davis Valley Where I sang my first song Yeah, kind of struggled through it 
my kind of jam right there. The Duggar Brothers are our guests on the Songwriter Connection podcast. East Tennessee Sons, you are, huh? Uh, yes, sons of a Preacher Man. Yes, no. sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. From uh, what, Greenville? Is it Green, Greenville, Greenville, Tennessee? Greenville, Tennessee. Tennessee. So you're like uh, foot of the, the, the Smokies, right? Right beside of them. Yeah, we grew up with that. Beautiful backdrop to the city that we that we grew up in there, and oh my no other beautiful place that we'd rather be for Christmas. It's oh, right there in the Smokies. I'll bet. Yeah, here we are the week of Christmas, and uh, you just played in your hometown a Christmas show, didn't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about that. And how that worked? It was back in the first of November. We played a Christmas show there. We haven't played a Christmas show in several years. And uh-huh. Whenever we first got started, we did a lot of it. Did a lot of Christmas shows, a lot of touring with that. And yeah. We kind of stopped doing that for a little while and did more riding and some stuff here in Nashville. And mm-hmm. so it was nice to get back. Into so now you that. both, you both live in Nashville now, right? Yes, sir. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, we kind of split time between Nashville and Greenville whenever yeah. we went out on tour. So it was this. nice to get back into to some Christmas music. Got us in the spirit a little earlier this year. Absolutely. And you've got a, a song out right now, Christmas song. Um, and by the way, I should say the song we just played, that was your first single. It was, I wanted to yes. talk about that. And that did very well on radio, country yes. radio. Um, it was the first national radio song, and so mm-hmm. we had to tour all over and yeah. um, doing the radio tour to support that, and it did really well. It's fun, in it? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. A lot of new places we got to see yeah. doing that. So. Yeah, I bet. It's kind of grueling, though, isn't it? It's uh, one right after another, so yeah. you're just trekking a lot of miles. and a bunch yeah. of hotel rooms. And- yeah, but it's it's fun seeing the different scenery and meeting different people. And, oh, sure it is. Uh, it's a good time. So. Yeah. I always felt bad for guys when I was doing morning radio and we'd have a, a guest in because <laughs> us musicians are not used to getting up oh, yeah. <laughs> early in the morning. Yeah, every hour. Voices and stuff doesn't work as good at that time of the day. That's Performing so on a morning radio show somewhere, that's, that's, that's hard. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but sure. it is a blast. The things you go through, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now, that song was written by a friend, uh, Bill you and bill DeLuigi, mm-hmm. bill who's been on this show how'd you guys hook up and he's a great guy and a great writer yeah, yeah it was through our producer paul david um mm-hmm. we, we got to the point where we were trying to expand our circle a little bit and write yeah. some more with different people and he recommended bill and mm-hmm. uh, from the first writing session we had with him we really hit it, it just off. clicked huh we've written a lot of songs with bill now you have now haven't you yes sir yeah. awesome yeah so uh pretty pretty steady you guys write uh together pretty yeah. regularly pretty regular so yeah we've uh written a bunch together so yeah. and some more that are still to come out so you know when you have that connection you got to keep it going i uh-huh. think you do yeah. Oh, yeah some yeah. some folks you just work with uh well with yeah sometimes it isn't always like that right. <laughs> that's, yeah. true. that's we, true we call it co-staring yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think we've written as many as three songs in one day with, yeah with the, three with, with bill? The three of us yeah yeah that is just back to back and that's yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. you, and I don't know. Some folks say, well, uh, you, you don't realize how hard that is. You yeah. know, uh, that's it's mentally draining. It sure. is mentally draining. <laughs> yeah. Um, which leads to physical exhaustion. Yes, <laughs> yes that's true. Yeah. yeah. Took the rest that's of the true. day off after yeah. that one. Definitely. So. I'll bet. So how do you approach the craft, guys? Um, we both kind of keep ideas. Uh, for me, I just keep ideas normally on my phone, like if I think of a hook or mm-hmm. a certain idea that I'm wanting to write. And so I have a whole list. And then when we get together uh, for a scheduled writing session, each of us will kind of throw out a couple ideas that we're feeling that day. And then mm-hmm. uh, we'll usually pick one that everybody feels strong about. and Or if there's a specific song we're needing, whether it's a ballad or something that's up-tempo or, or that kind of thing, we'll try to write specifically for that. And um, then we just pick, you know, whatever idea stands out to us. And, um, you know, normally now, since we've written a bunch with Bill, like we all just click pretty, you know, pretty quickly. And so 
some some of these songs only take a couple of hours and we're done with them so and that's something it's uh yeah yeah it comes together pretty quick and and we've you know with us traveling with uh you know co-writers traveling as well we've written a lot mm-hmm. we're riding down the road and have a little guitar and uh you know and on a zoom call with somebody <laughs> yeah. and there's always the delay and so that that's a little more challenging but uh we still have yeah. come out with a lot of great songs that way and oh bad um there's something about the road when you're when you're driving when you're it, it just gets the wheels turning yeah, inside so the head too oh it gives you more time to think i think sometimes you get so distracted with yeah. um, other with your phone and with tv and just different things that can be occupying your time whenever we're on the road and mm-hmm. especially if one of us is driving like the driver kind of has more time to think and i think that kind of yeah. clears your mind a little bit it makes it a little easier to write sometimes i think so too yeah yeah, yeah. I've written whole verses in the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So, yeah, gives you some inspiration with all the different stuff you pass on that sort yeah. of thing too. So absolutely, it sure does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you mentioned inspiration. Where do you find it? Where do you find it? Man, in everyday life, I think, um, like Jordan was saying, he we keep ideas in our phones. Sometimes uh, you just be thinking of some emotion, or you're going through something in your life, and it just brings up a one-liner, mm-hmm. um, something that kind of evokes some type of emotion, whether it's happiness, sadness. Uh, mm-hmm. something about a relationship or what, whatever it may be. Um, and we'll just jot it down. And then whenever we're in the writing session uh, later on, then we'll throw that uh, idea out that one liner and kind of talk about the feelings that we were experiencing with that one liner. And that also points the direction of where the melody goes and where the, um, the arrangement goes, whether it's a happy sounding song, sad sounding song, you kind of gotcha. marry the two ideas right. uh, to kind of create that mood that you're going for. And I think that, I think that's the most important part of songwriting at least for me is, you know, what emotion is, is it evoking? And I think if you can pull at somebody's emotions, that's what makes a song really, really strong in my opinion. I agree. And you guys talk about passion, the passion that you have for songwriting and performing. I think putting your passion into that too, uh, really helps you, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys play like 250 shows a year. Did I read? You're pretty uh, darn busy, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah. Right before the COVID shutdown, I think we were over 200 and, um, Crazy. That was a lot of a lot of gigging. I'll bet. Um, but yeah, we love being on the road. We love playing to live audiences and mm-hmm. love seeing songs that we've written uh, translate into playing uh, in front of people and seeing how they react and everything. So yeah. it's uh, that's still the rush, isn't it? Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. When you get that immediate feedback, oh yeah, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, that's... it's good feedback. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I imagine it is. <laughs> I imagine it is. Now you've got this new Christmas song out that you also wrote with Bill DeLuigi. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that. And uh, is it is it harder to, for me? I, I have a hard time writing holiday songs. What, what is it for you? <laughs> I think Bill kind of had the idea um, a few months ago. It was like, hey, we should write a Christmas song, and mm-hmm. so we started throwing around some ideas and uh, came up with the idea. I think Seth actually came up with the title, "Smoky Mountain Christmas." Nice. Just uh, talking about where we're from, where we grew up. And mm-hmm. the timing of it was pretty cool because we had actually recorded a Christmas album uh, 10 years ago before we ever moved to Nashville. And uh, we recorded it here in Nashville, but we hadn't moved here yet or any mm-hmm. of that. And uh, we had quit. Um, we had that hadn't been available for a while. So people couldn't stream it or couldn't buy it and everything. But now it is again, right? It is. Because yeah. uh, we, we were kind of wanted to put it back out a couple of years ago, but then we were like, is this going to be confusing? Cause people might think it's a new record. And then, you know, we didn't even have beards and those pictures on that record. And so I don't think Seth I was, one you know, wearing glasses and <laughs> like, uh, 
we're like, man, people are going to be like, what happened? You know, what are these guys doing? And uh, also. That was when it was just, the younger Duggar <laughs> brothers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, so it worked out this year. And Seth had the idea when we were uh, talking about putting out the Christmas single. Uh, it's the 10-year anniversary of it. And so we were able to release a 10th anniversary edition. So it's the original record plus the new single. This one, new single. And so that's a way for us to get it back out and, and uh, now available to stream and, and purchase awesome. as well. So Very cool. Uh, some, some cool Christmas music from back before we uh, really got going. So, <laughs> but uh, the record, you know, we listened back to it and we're like, hey, this is you like it. some stuff that we're proud of. So we want to put it back out there. And, and again, and, uh, going back to your roots, to right? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let's hear it, man. Can you play it for us? Yeah, we'll play the new Get single. Around our dining room table, the Songwriter Connection. Duggar Brothers are our guest. When we rolled through Austin, I heard silver bells And carols down in Destin where the ocean swells show a silent night in Arkansas Now I'm heading east on 40 watching snowflakes fall Through it all Wishing for a smoky mountain Christmas No place else means as much to me Wishing for a smoky mountain my heart will always be in Tennessee But there's way too many people crammed in Granny's house But ain't love and laughter what it's all about Can't wait to string those lines around the evergreens Burning diesel faster than you've ever seen. Crossing into Tennessee, wishing for a smoky mountain Christmas. No place else means this much to me. Wishing for a smoky mountain Christmas. My heart will always be. Tennessee Snow keeps falling down But these wheels roll on It's always in my mind Now it won't be long Coming on to a smoky mountain Christmas No place else means this much to me Mm, I'm in the mood now. I'm ready. (laughs) 
Smokey Thank Mudd and Christmas, the Duggar Brothers. Uh, great song, co-written with uh, Bill DeLuigi. Thank you. Good friend who's been on the podcast in the past. By the way, uh, we have a uh, bonus uh, podcast out this week, too. Uh, uh, one that we recorded earlier in the summer. If you didn't get a chance to catch it, this is the time. It's Randy Brooks with Mark Allen Barnett, and they'll talk about uh, the writing of Grandma Got Run Over. By a reindeer. Oh, wow. That's nice. Randy Brooks' song, and it's a really cool story, so check <laughs> that cool. out as well. All right. uh, with the Duggar Brothers, I love that harmony, guys. Thank I bet you. you you cannot think of a time where you didn't sing together, huh? No. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> I think our first record we sang on was with our parents, and I was seven and Seth was four, so. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was, yeah. uh, from an early age, we started. Couldn't really talk playing, but we recorded vocals on the song. <laughs> now, your parents are very musical as well, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. They both sing and play instruments, and our whole extended family basically does as well. So we grew up in a musical family, and so it was just uh, bound to happen, I guess. Blood harmony and music in your blood. It's, oh, yeah. It's just fantastic. <laughs> I love those tight harmonies like that. I'm just a sucker for that, as I said. Well, thank, you. thank you. You guys really blend together well. When did you first start writing together? Oh, man. Um, <laughs> I think I actually, uh, I wrote a few songs before Seth mm-hmm. decided to start writing. And that was back, oh, man. 2010. I don't know. I don't know. But I wrote, yeah. I think... Uh, you know, I kind of just started writing, and then he was like, well, I could do that, too. <laughs> so then, um, we, you know, started to write some together after that and um, yeah. kind of got into it and then started adding a third person in to write with sometimes and yeah. just kind of went from there. I think it's good to have a third. I, I like to have three because you got a tiebreaker always. You know? yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you hold pressure on something and you, I, yeah. I was got it's got to be, and then you got yeah. a third tiebreaker right there. Especially yeah. between me and Jordan, it's good to have a tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some sibling, sibling rivalry there. Oh, yeah. 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 My brother was always the guitar player, and uh, he'd teach me how to play. Uh, and he had that perfect pitch, you know. He could mm. uh, hear what was on the radio and mm-hmm. figure it out and play it. And then go, here's how you play that. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank oh, you. Wow. <laughs> but I always used to make, the melodies, you know, and he'd go, oh, you didn't write that. <laughs> yeah, actually, I did. You know? <laughs> That's funny. But we used to love to sing together, too. So did you start in church, sing in church together? Yes, Because that's how we started, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 So uh, like Joel was saying, we recorded on our first record with our parents uh, when uh-huh. I was four and he was seven. Yeah. And that was a Southern Gospel record. And yeah. so uh, my, our parents are, are pastors and mm-hmm. my dad and mom both grew up singing in church. And my dad's family, uh, they were had a Southern Gospel group called the Duggar family, Duggar family, the singing yeah. Duggars, and so um, the singing tra- Duggars. Yeah. Right. yeah, so they traveled around, and uh, that's kind of what gave us the dream. So we started out doing it in church, and mm-hmm. then leading worship at our church when we got a little bit older, and so then we branched yeah. out from there and continued it on. That's really awesome. We're going to take a little break, and we come back. We're going to find out more about the Duggars, Seth, and Jordan, or our guests today on the Songwriter Connection Podcast. Hi, I'm Brooklyn Summer. Every four seconds, a child disappears somewhere in the world. Imagine a family's pain when a child's been stolen. Human trafficking is a global epidemic. Voices Against Trafficking speaks for victims who are locked in a world of hopelessness. Broken Treasures, You Hold the Key is a music compilation featuring artists and celebrities who want to save the world's children. Right now, you can help save someone's child. Go to VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com today. Proceeds benefit child victims. We can free them, but you hold the key. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the Songwriter Connection, connecting with music makers and hearing their songs and stories. Now back to the show with your host, Dave Linehan. Decker Brothers are our guests. Uh, growing up in East uh, Tennessee at the foothills, foothills of uh, the uh, Smoky Mountains, uh, you had a lot of different influences there, didn't you? From Dolly, I imagine Dolly had to be a you know, oh, yeah. big influence, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah, not too far from Sevierville there, and uh, uh, but lots of others too, because you were exposed to a lot of different music growing up, weren't you? Yeah, we. Um, I think there's many different influences. We try to learn from everybody, uh-huh. from every artist that we could ever see we try to learn something from um mm-hmm. and i mean it, it goes back to elvis and michael mm-hmm. jackson and just how they were entertainers and yeah. um going from there all the way up to brad paisley was one of our oh. big influences when we first started playing music sure. he's a killer guitar player and, and justin williamson plays fiddle on all of his records and and tours with him as well he's been in his band ever since he got started here and uh, i've always looked up to him big mm. time on the fiddle and you play fiddle dude. yes sir yeah so i was able to learn a lot um by listening to brad's records and, uh-huh. and trying to pick up some of the fiddle stuff on that so there's several different influences that we have and like we just like i said we try to learn from as many as we can uh you went to ut go orange right yes, yes sir. sir yeah both of you together mm-hmm. absolutely yeah wow and one studied finance the other what was it Seth studied Seth? Uh, finance and I studied architecture. Architecture. Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah. Not no, music. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. We, uh, you already had the education in music, Joe. So. <laughs> well, we, uh, we were playing shows and we were hoping to do music as a living when we went into college. Mm-hmm. Um, but we kind of figured, you know, I mean, we appreciate music teachers, but we weren't really uh, cut out for that, I don't think. And so... Um, in looking at going to UT, a lot of their programs was to become an educator and, and that kind of thing. So we were mm-hmm. like, well, let's just pick something else we like and uh, we'll keep pursuing music at the same time. And so we got up to where we were playing probably four times a week. While all through, we were going right, all through college, you were, you were touring and traveling. Playing, and we'd be music. gone on weekends and playing music and then coming in on a you know late on a Sunday night and having to stay up all night to get projects done. And <laughs> I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty it, sure that the four years that I attended UT – there was only one weekend out of the entire four years that I stayed in Knoxville. And that was because it snowed so bad that the road coming out of my apartment complex was iced over and our vehicle couldn't get out. So we had to cancel the stuff that we had that weekend. Yeah. But every other weekend we were on the road traveling. Yeah. Like we would uh, sometimes be able to watch games or something, but then head out and play on a couple nights a weekend. But um, we uh, graduated from there. And uh, once we finished school, I started doing music full-time since then. So. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your band. Is it the same band that you travel with? We have a, a yeah, we have a core group of guys. And so we just, in our Christmas show that we did a little while back, we added a couple extra in. And so typically we travel as a five or six piece. Um, so I play guitar and uh, sing mostly. Seth plays fiddle and bass and sings. And uh, then we have uh, a drummer, another electric guitar player, and uh our cousin who plays keys or switches to bass when Seth's playing fiddle. And that's kind of our core group. But for, uh, you know, for bigger shows and stuff, we'll add in a, a sixth or seventh piece. And so for our Christmas show, we added in another keys player uh, to that core group and then also a sax player because a lot of Christmas music has horns mm-hmm. on it. And uh, that yeah. was a blast because those guys, uh, 
are really talented and um you know just it's a blessing to have them playing with us and mm. uh, so it was it was a lot of fun a lot of talent on one stage and just to get to be a part of that was, was i hope really there's cool. going to be some video out there oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we've uh we definitely got some video footage from that and you can check that out so. good you can go on a youtube channel don't you yes sir yeah I was on there a little bit. One of the you market yourself very well, and one of the things that I really got a kick out out of was your um, test drives oh, yeah. <laughs> songs. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, you know, I worked in the car business a little bit when I came here to Nashville. I sold Lexus cars, and but I never had anybody do what you guys did. Explain <laughs> what that that whole process. That was really something. Yeah. So we have a sponsor, uh, Beeman Automotive. Yeah, was one of our sponsors, and they're one so, of the largest Toyota dealers in yeah. the country. Yeah. And so we were we had an idea to. Um, to do that series where we just go in kind of like a carpool karaoke kind of thing. And um, we would put cameras in in the different vehicles, show the vehicle and then also get in there and just test drive it around Nashville and sing some stuff. And sometimes it got a little crazy with traffic being bad downtown (laughs) in the middle of a song and somebody cuts you off and you kind of have to keep your composure. It's (laughs) got a little tough sometimes. Your own version of carpool karaoke. Yeah. yeah. It was great. It was fun. You had a blast. Yeah. It was was a lot of fun. Yeah. Fun to do that. Yeah. That's on your YouTube channel. Yes, sir. And you've had uh, some some great music videos out there too. Right? Thank you. Yeah. Yes, um, talk about some of those. Uh, Share with us. Yeah, we have uh, a couple videos for like East Tennessee Sun for the girl. Um, we recorded one for Three Two One Kiss Me mm-hmm. during the COVID lockdown, and so uh, we basically just recorded it at uh, our parents' house, yeah. and because we were just all locked down, and so. Um, we had to get creative with all, all of that, and uh, we were just bored and wanted to do something. So, and check that one out; it's a pretty interesting video. And then um, we have uh, for our turn in the night up project that we just released. We actually are doing a music video for every song on the record, and That's so awesome. um, yeah. some of those are out, and some of them will be coming out over the next bit. So, um, it's always cool to uh, really help a song come alive visually like that. I think so, too. and uh, for. A lot of our shows now, uh, we have like a video wall, so we're able to incorporate video into our shows, and that just helps add a whole other dimension to a song and and helps you really paint a picture uh, with what you're trying to get Make, across. Makes your show a, a multimedia uh, extravaganza, yeah. if you will. <laughs> yes, yeah. sir. Fun. That's, yes, that's sir. pretty cool. Now, you've got a new album out. Mm-hmm. And but you're gonna you're gonna divvy it out, and I think this is the way they're doing it today, right? It, uh, single, 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 mm-hmm. and then the whole album, right? So mm-hmm. Is that the way you're you're gonna release it single at a time? Yeah. So the way we did uh, this record that we're on currently, um, mm-hmm. we released the physical copy first. Oh, did you? Okay. Um, so we released the physical copy of the album back in July, and um, that kind of gave perks to people that wanted to buy the physical copy. You could hear all the songs. So digitally, we started releasing one single every three weeks after that. Okay. And so uh, each single has its own time to kind of get some promotion. Mm-hmm. And then the plan is um, sometime in February, the last single from that record will drop. Okay. And so February 2nd, we're releasing our next record, physical copies um, with a show in our hometown. Um, and so you oh. can pick that up through our website um, or at the show that night. And then at any of our concerts going forward, you can pick up the physical copy there. And so then after that last single from this record that we're currently on finishes three weeks later, the first single from that record will drop. So every three weeks we're coming every out three with weeks. a song. Yes, yeah. Sir. That's pretty aggressive plan. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. So we've yeah. kind of got it set up to where that'll continue on for 
the foreseeable future. So well, that keeps always, you always new music from us. Top mind awareness. There you yes, go. Sir. Yeah. And the new album is going to be called uh, Turning the Night Up. It is called Turning the, Turn the Night Up. Turning the Night Up. Which is a cool title. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Turning the Night Up. <laughs> oh, good. Well, how about a song from that album? Can you shoot? Yeah. Yes, sir. Can we'll do um, one called Take Me Back. Love this song. Yeah, I really do. Thank you. Good song. 
Thank you. Another uh, with you and Bill Luigi. Huh? Yes, sir. Yeah. I think it's one everybody can uh, identify with, too. You, you think back in time. There's, there is that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Definitely. Yeah. Back in high school or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and I think that's so important in songwriting, uh, universal themes like that, that people can identify with right. or look at it going, yeah, that was me or, you know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I think that's the magic of songwriting. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the cool thing about writing with um, the three of us is, like you said, people have similar experiences. And so yeah. uh, you're really able to connect and relate and say, okay, well, you know, that makes me think of this situation in my life. And that's kind of how a lot of these songs are written. Sometimes it's just about, you know, one person and something, but normally it's a, you know, a combination of a, a few different stories. And so yeah. I think that's what allows it to have other people that can kind of connect with that and say, Hey, I, I remember this situation in my life where mm-hmm. this, this applies to that. And so I think that's uh, really cool for us to see how, you know, people connect and then, you know, certain songs are able to help people through situations or become a a part of their life and say, Hey, I remember when I heard this song or, you know, I was listening to this song when we were at the beach or it takes you to a place. It takes you back. Like like the title of the song. Yeah. And, uh, so it's really, really cool to have those memories and and be able Mm -hmm. to go back in time. And then in the case of this song, you know, seeing, Hey, should we actually give this another chance? So we kind of have a double meaning with the hook on it and yeah. uh, that kind of thing. So, uh, so yeah, in your cool. mind writing that, and I know a lot, a lot of times you leave it up to the listener, but in your mind, did they get back? They, did she take him back? I think so. I think, I think that's kind of the, I don't know. We, we never really landed on that. I yeah. think we, it's just loving, keeping the mystery open and I think so. um, just Some things uh, you got to leave up to the list. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I think it applies to whatever situation you may be in that way. And, so. um, like he was saying, you know, there's plenty of songs that I have that I listened to a lot back in high school, mm-hmm. but maybe I've stopped listening to them for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but when I hear them, I go back in my mind to that time and what emotions that I was feeling at that point, what, what caused that song to really stick out to me. And uh, I think that's this is one of those songs that kind of takes you yeah, there. But then it also sure talks does. about that relationship that, that everybody seemed to have in high school that, you know, might not have worked out. So. Now, you just opened up the Pandora's box. So <laughs> what was on Seth's playlist back in high school? What were you oh, listening man. to? Man, a lot, Curious. Of, a lot of Brad Paisley. I remember. Brad Paisley, I, yeah. 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 Um, God, I forget the name of the song. If you wouldn't have asked me that, I would have remembered <laughs> it. Asked you soon. But there was a, the, the record that he came out whenever I turned 16. Because I remember... <clears throat> I turned 16 in July, and he came out with... He used to come out with a record every two years. I mean, we were yeah. huge fans. We kept right. it on our radar when he was dropping a new album and everything. Right. And he came out with a record that summer, and I think the very first song on it talked about whenever he was 16, all he wanted was a car. That thing was like, all <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Car. Yeah. And so I remember driving in my car when I first turned 16, listening to that song. I was like, dude, this is this is my life right here, right this now. Because that album came out like right after that happened for me. Uh-huh. And uh, I just thought that was so cool. So a lot of stuff. Uh, and the him. magic of a song. I mean, really, oh, yeah. you just hit it on the head. Right yeah. There. All yeah. I wanted was a car. And when I was 16, mm-hmm. um, that's how the chorus kind of starts out there. And it's just that song really sticks out. And there's others um, from other artists. But I think a lot of Brad Paisley stuff really sticks out to me. Same for you, Jordan. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, a lot of his stuff. And um, I had I had a couple albums that because back then, um I had like an old Jeep, and so my first vehicle was like this old 94 Jeep Grand Cherokee, and it just had like a cassette player in it. (laughs) And so I had to buy one of those things where you could like 
I don't know if people remember if you had an old car, you know what I'm talking about, but you the cassette had it, it's like you put a cassette in yeah into the thing and it has a cord connected to it. And how in the world that works? I know. Uh, yeah, I never right. could figure it out. Yeah, and then you connect that to a uh, CD player. To a right? CD player. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so for those of us <laughs> I who, had one of those. who had older vehicles, that's the way you had to do it. Yeah. And uh, I remember having a couple CDs, and so you couldn't just like now with streaming and everything, you can just have a playlist, hop around from different things or whatever. Yeah. And uh, I actually was kind of on the tail end of this, but I remember, you know, back in school, like making my own CDs. <laughs> I, I would buy them first, but then I would rearrange the songs and the put some on mixed a mixtape. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So mine wasn't a cassette, but it was a CD at least. Yeah. But um, I remember, uh, you know, doing that with a few. But then I remember I had a, a Rascal Flats album, I uh, had a Switchfoot album. Yeah. Um, and those were, uh, and of course, uh, Brad Paisley, uh, Ricky Skaggs record. Oh, and so I kind of, and some Kenny Chesney. Oh yeah. Uh, so Kenny Chesney, right? You oh, guys, yeah. your area, right? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. And so, um, we kind of switched those around and, uh, just let them keep playing on repeat and everything. I thought it was so cool. Just driving down the road, listening to music and you know yeah absolutely yeah, like, i remember uh, those times yeah. yeah the freedom of that now special special times. now you drive in nashville traffic and it's like <laughs> man i wish somebody else was driving <laughs> I, remember, I remember when i was in high school i think i was just first starting in high school somewhere around in there um our favorite uh, nfl teams the dallas cowboys and my yeah. dad's a huge fan and um he has that man cave that's all decked out in cowboy stuff and so we've just been huge fans of the cowboys for all my life all his life and uh so we're disappointed a lot, but, but we, uh, we, <laughs> hey, you know, I grew up a Cleveland Browns fan. Oh so, man. Yeah. You know, you so, feel our pain. So. I don't need your pity. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember, I think I was just first starting out in high school and, uh, we were planning to go down to Dallas Yeah, and we were going to go down there and watch one of the Cowboys games. That was going to be the first game that we saw of them in Cowboys stadium. And so I was so really excited about that. And I think it might've been my, my second trip to Texas or something at the time. And so I remember getting a, some George Strait albums uh, and I remember listening to all those songs. Like yeah. that was to me, whenever I hear some of those old George Strait songs, it just reminds me of that trip because I listened to it going down there and, and uh, just thinking about Texas. And all oh, yeah. It was the yeah, song, yeah. Uh, I'll be somewhere down in Texas. Uh-huh, yeah. You're looking for me. Yeah. You know that song? Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Taking in the gray wide open. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was our so theme, that was theme artist, I guess, for that trip. Yeah. That, that really brings back a lot of memories. <laughs> you know, Brad Paisley is a Cleveland Browns fan, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I grew up a Cleveland Browns fan. And I was working at Cincinnati Radio, and um, I remember interviewing him. And the Browns had lost the night before. <laughs> and he was in a terrible mood. <laughs> and so was I. And I remember asking him, so, Brad, what happened to our Browns? He goes, oh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> All right, we're not going to talk about that. You know, well, my goodness, yeah. That's funny. So, yeah. Have you played Texas? Have you done a lot of shows? We've done some yeah. uh, events in Texas and Dallas yeah. and uh, definitely uh, looking to get more in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've uh, done several private events and that kind of thing down there, but haven't done uh, a lot of touring yet in but Texas. I, I, I saw... A list of, of like the people you've played with and the shows that you've, I mean, and you've played everywhere from Old Red, Dollywood, um, Loretta's Last Call. You had a uh, a residency at, at MGM in Vegas? We've Is done uh, probably 50 some shows out there. Did so you really? Far. Yeah. Well, how about that? Yeah. yeah. So it's. Uh, That's got to be a blast. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. a cool opportunity. And uh, it's, a, it's a lot of 
Well, it's probably more. It's probably more like seventy or eighty. Because we uh, we really? used to do like a week where we go out and play two shows a day for seven days straight. The whole band? Do the? Did you do the so band thing? Or we would do an acoustic show okay. during the day and then a yeah. full band show at night. And um, that's a lot of lot of playing, especially mm-hmm. uh, in Vegas. It's not so. A couple of the worst places to sing in the United States is Vegas and Nashville. So that's where we have <laughs> most of our musical events. So that's where you have the entertainment capital of the world. And you yeah, have all the, the recording city right <laughs> yeah, you got to explain why. One I mean, for, it, uh, so Nashville is like, it's, I mean, studies prove this. You can look it up, but it's like one of the worst allergy locations yeah, it really in is. the world. Yeah. And so, uh, we yeah. thankfully decided that this is where we should record everything, uh, yeah. back in the day. But I mean, we yeah. love it. It's like a challenge, you know, get a battle, battle yeah. through it and have your, uh, feel like you're, you know, get your, your box of things that you have to take and <laughs> label it out. Mucinex is a medical yeah. drug. Yeah, yeah. So dealing with that, you never know what's oh. going to happen. And then uh, for Vegas, it's, it's so, exactly the opposite. It's right? so yeah. dry. Yeah. And uh, a thing that I think they came up with when Elvis was doing his residencies out there because he was doing two shows a night. I mean, yeah. full blown shows. Yeah. And uh, but they call it Vegas throat, and so it's like Vegas throat. Yeah, and so the first time we went out there, they weren't you know the venue and stuff warned us was like, hey, a lot of singers come out to do this run, and by show number two or three, they can't sing anymore. And so you have to like sleep with humidifiers in the room because it's so dry; it just dries you out, and you can uh, lose your voice easily. And so you have to drink a ton of water, and then also like have humidifiers, and it's just uh, it's like. The things you go through vocally, because if you're not right vocally, it's so frustrating. Yeah. Uh, if you're if you're sick or something, because you can't, you start to lose control of it. Yeah. And you don't know what's going to happen. It's a terrible. Feeling. And especially if you lose your voice, it just makes you sick. Like, mm-hmm. oh man, I, I want something to come out and and nothing does. And um, so you have to really be proactive out there. And uh, so yeah, it's a couple Take- of the the hardest places to sing and uh, so many musical events happen both places. Yeah. So it's a good wow. challenge, I guess. Oh, just, uh, just to be horrible to, to lose your voice and have to cancel the show. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Disappointed to your fans, but also to you. Cause I know you, you, you live to be on that stage. Don't oh, yeah. you? Oh yeah. yeah for sure. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, high energy show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. We, uh, like to bring a lot of energy to mm-hmm. what we do. And especially this album, the turn of the night up record has a lot of heavy hitter songs on it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's just, we, we involve a lot of things in our show. We like to dance around and just have yeah. a good time. So, um, usually it's, it's always just a high energy kind of concert when you come to a Duggar band show. That's great. Because, uh, if, if you're having a good time, I know the audience is having a good time. Oh, yeah. They're partying along with you. <laughs> Definitely. Right? Well, how about another song, man? I would yes, love to hear you. Yeah, this one's called uh, Shot Caller. It's off our Turning the Night Up record. And, Good. Uh, basically, just uh, have one of those nights where you just let the girl make all the decisions. And uh, we had a lot of fun with this music video, too. Uh, you can check that out. But um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a fun song, one of those high-energy ones. And you really can get the full uh, effect if you go listen to the full band version. It's uh, not got quite as much energy acoustically, but you get a, you get a good vibe for it. So. <laughs> cool. In five, slinging gravel out your driver, you can hit me back when you're ready. We could have 
head straight into town We can take the long way around We can drive in circles as long as you're beside me I lose my mind when we find a back road after midnight We lose control when we slow dance out in the headlights Anything you need, I give it everything I got Tell me what you want, baby, you can be the shot caller Shot caller, you can be the shot caller. We can listen to your favorite song, play it over again all night long. Blow the speakers out my truck if you wanna. And tell me, girl, which way to go? We can take it fast or take it slow. Either way, you know that I'm gonna. You want, baby, you can be the shot caller. Oh, the shot caller. You can be the shot caller. Anything you need, I give it everything I got. Tell me what you want, baby, give me a shot. I lose my mind when we find a back road after midnight. I lose control when we Give it everything I got Tell me what you want, baby You can be the shot caller Oh, the shot caller You can be the shot caller want to hear that <laughs> baby you're the shot caller today <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> it's a great song you guys thank you thank you where do we see you next now this is december end of december uh where's a good place to catch you guys i'm sure your schedule's out there somewhere right oh yeah webpage yeah we'll uh we'll be having a a lot of new dates added to the schedule but i are kind of all over the place we've traveled all over the u.s i'm outside of the country and so wow. um we're looking to get on some uh, uh some some hopefully some big tours this upcoming spring and summer. And so uh, be announcing that as soon as it happens. So just keep in touch with us on our socials and our website. And we'll be posting that as it comes about. Yeah, And if you're around East Tennessee, uh, I know we have a lot of fans all over the country that comes in for our album release shows, Yeah, but that's always a big show for us. Yeah, Um, But we'll be having one February 2nd at Nice Warner Performing Arts Center in Greenville, Tennessee. Uh, Make sure and come out for that. That's going to be a really fun night. Yeah, that's Um, all brand brand new music. We'll have eight brand new songs that night that we're dropping. Sounds Um, great. Yeah, it's going to be. Where's it at again? Nice Warner Performing Arts Center in Greenville, Tennessee. Greenville, Tennessee. Awesome. I want to wish you happy holidays. You too. too. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. Thank you. Good to get you guys to to get to know you a little bit and all the best. Thank you. Uh, Website again is duggerband.com. Duggerband.com. All the best, guys. Happy uh, holidays to you too at home. And uh, we'll see you next week on the Songwriter Connection. Thank you for listening to the Songwriter Connection podcast. Find us on social media at Songwriter Connection. Also, listen to Dave Lanahan's Nashville Connections radio show. It streams live every Friday morning on WOBL and WNOI. Look for us on Facebook and YouTube. See you next time on Songwriter Connection.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.